Oh, I'm excited. I know it's been locked down for many and it's been a flipping shit show. But hopefully your Friday's going to get a little bit better. Uh, okay, everybody, welcome to Rebet Live. We've got music playing. I'm not going to get sued for this one, so I'm very happy with that. Uh, we kind of have sponsors, self-sponsored sponsors. Brought to you by brightfire.co.nz, helping a bunch of New Zealand businesses and uh, switch.stream. Check it out. Uh, today on the show, we've got a couple of weapons. We've got David Downs coming on, about to jump on in a second. Cassie Roma, Holly Bennett, Ryan Ashton. Um, and we've also got a one-minute pitch, and we've got pretty cool one-minute pitch, which is going to be coming in the mix. Um, so we may as well get into it. I'm actually really excited for our first guest. Landry, I'm going to bring you in with claps, my friend. Bring it in with claps, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Have you got the, Is it clapping? I'm not hearing the claps. There's the claps. Oh, there you go. I was so much clap. Thank you very much. Fantastic. David Downs, how are you, my friend? Ah, uh, Kapai. Kapai. Very good. Thanks very much. Let's get straight into it. You had an idea. The idea went has gone very well. Yeah. Very well to the fact that someone just closed an extra five milli. <laughs> Let's talk about it. So for those who are unaware, um, after lockdown happened, what did, we've had you on the show before talking about this specifically, and it's amazing to see um, the progression that is yeah. clearly a side passion project gone gone amazingly yeah. awesome. Tell, yeah, give, give us the context for those unaware. Yeah, so essentially just as locked, the first lockdown happened, not this latest lockdown, this is just like a pathetic little lockdown, the big lockdown, um, I set up this business to try and help cafes and, and restaurants, particularly in my area, to sell vouchers because I was worried that they were going to lose their cash flow during the lockdown. So basically we set up this little website and I just said to the sort of four or five cafes in my area, if you want to sell a kind of lunch voucher or a coffee voucher online, you know, we'll, this website will help you do it. Well, fast forward through the whole lockdown process, we just got bigger and bigger and bigger, and we got, in the end, 2,500 best businesses on there, not just cafes and restaurants. In the end, it was hairdressers and tattoo parlors and all sorts of businesses, and uh, 2,500 of them, and uh, we blasted through a million dollars of revenue uh, during lockdown, and since then, we've done another million dollars of revenue, so it's just been Jeez. incredible. And uh, all that That's money goes massive, like you said, it's a it's a side project for me. It was a charitable project, so basically, all that money goes to the to the vendors, to the cafes and restaurants and stuff. And uh, yeah, we at one point we had like fifteen volunteers helping out because it was such a big job to kind of <laughs> kind of keep the beast running. This this big multi multi uh, site e commerce thing that was just going gangbusters. Yeah, yeah. I was gonna I was gonna ask, what did it feel like watching the real time dashboard of value getting shared? To businesses who were stuffed like how yeah. awesome was it there was there was it like a did it become like a, a thing for you it mentally? Was awesome. yeah the coolest thing is when we pay everybody because we try and pay them as quickly as we can as soon as we get the money from the credit card companies as soon as it clears we try and pay people and some days one day we paid out like hundred and twenty thousand dollars in cash and i just went out the door and every day we were paying five ten twenty thousand dollars just going out and getting all these messages back from these um businesses just saying thank you this is like a lifesaver for us like we can now pay our rent or we can pay the leases on our machinery or top up the, the staff or whatever it is like there's there's all these bills that were just piling up for these businesses and um and and the cool thing is since lockdown then went away and we went back into business as usual many of them are coming back and going hey it's really an interesting phenomenon people are coming in with these vouchers that they bought but they're actually telling us they're not going to use them they're kind of tearing them up and just sort of saying hey mm. you keep the money so actually significant amount of yeah. money turned out to be kind of a donation for small business. What percentage do you think? Like 10, 15%? Oh, 
No, no, more than that. They, they, we, so far, we estimate about 40% have been redeemed. So 60% are probably either never going to be redeemed. Maybe that's because people just forgot about them. But more likely, it's we're, people are telling us it's just because, hey, I, you know, 20 bucks is not going to kill me, but I know it's really important for these guys to have it. So isn't that, that generous? Yeah, it's interesting because there's a full, I don't know if you know much about the, um, the, the corporate hustle culture around uh, vouchers. There's a whole yeah. voucher hustle culture where basically they sell millions and millions of dollars of these gift vouchers, knowing yeah. that at quite a high percentage never get converted. And they sit on the cash and make all the money off it as well. And then a bunch of it never happens. And the same thing with insurance companies with checks, because yeah, yeah. they know after a certain amount, um, that's really interesting. So, so it's quite cool. That's why our model was kind of fundamentally sort of weird because we paid the, we paid out the venues as soon as we got the money. We didn't wait for it to be redeemed, which is kind of the model that, that you know that you were referring to. So all the money goes out the door. I had to kind of call my bank and go, oh, I know it looks a bit strange. I've got, you know, tens of thousands of dollars going in and out of my bank account every day. But just trust me, it's nothing dodgy, you know. Uh, so this wait, 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 wait. So, wait, wait, wait. So, so you rung up the bank and say, hey, just the FYI, I know I'm like publicly known. Just please just make it be sure this isn't sketchy. Exactly. And, you know, and then they said, someone said to me, what about that whole anti-money laundering thing? And I was going, yeah, I must Google that. <laughs> oh, jeez. Really. That's like full startup mode, eh? Uh, so well, so we, we reverse engineered a lot of that stuff. We actually did put in a, like an AML thing and all that sort of stuff. But at the beginning, we were just, you know, like it was just a side project. So um, that's why it got bigger and bigger. That's why we ended up having all these volunteers helping. And they were doing things like checking out the vendors and making sure the payment processes were right and all that sort of stuff. So it's been an amazing ride. The problem for me has been, it is a side project, you know, and I went back to my yeah. day job. A multi-million dollar side project out of your yeah. personal bank account. <laughs> and we were trying to do it around the edges of, you know, jump out of a meeting and quickly do some customer support calls or whatever it would be. And um, in this business, SOS business, it's called, because I haven't said that yet, um, it, it just, we realized it's going to keep going. Like, it's not going to stop. We thought, okay, it'll just tail off. But actually, it's not stopping. It's keeping going. And that's fantastic. No, no problem with that's, it keeping going. The problem is my time. So, yeah. Um, yeah about so that. About well, that's why they fight. I'm sure, I'm sure when you've got, don't have much time, but you've got $5 million, I'm pretty sure there's ways to delegate and take care of that that issue. That's so right. so talk, talk me through just quickly the, how do you drop an extra $5 million just drop in the bank? How does that happen? Uh, well, we were during the lockdown. We got we got friendly with a couple of organisations around the world who were doing similar sort of things, and one of them in particular was a great company from Texas, actually from Austin, Texas, the cool bit of Texas, um, called Inkind, and they were just giving some advice about how do you do vouchers better, and you know how do you do the marketing and that sort of stuff. And at the end of it, they said to us, "Look, if you want us to get involved, we'd love to, because we're actually thinking that New Zealand would be a cool market for us to be in, um, active in." So we swung a deal with them, where I basically sold them the business, and I say sold because I actually sort of there's no you know. It, they paid the lawyers fees that was it basically um because what we wanted to do is get you know it was always a side it was always a charity and we said let's get as much benefit for new zealand as possible so the deal we've done is that in return for taking over the business and kind of getting all that value they're going to invest five million dollars into new zealand small businesses um in the next love it yeah so love it's it. like leveraging leveraging the the kind of the big network we've got and their model is they they work with cafes and restaurants they give them the cash they need when they need it. So, you know, you might need 10 grand to do up your kitchen. These guys will give you 10 grand and in return, they'll buy 10, 10 you know, they'll buy credit for you and they'll sell it on your behalf as vouchers. So it sort of fits really nicely into the voucher model. Yeah. Mate. That's awesome. Really proud of you, buddy. It's, I, oh. I just love seeing people get the flipping win. Shit, yeah. <laughs> 
and and it's so good. I I get and as well when you can when you can pull in some over, overseas capital that's going to want to try and deploy that more locally as well. Just the yeah. tentacles that that goes out into those worlds it just opens up more conversations for more different things and networks on the yeah. ground. So and it's all about mate, the confidence they had. You know, they were just so they were looking at New Zealand, going, "Geez, you guys have really handled COVID well. You got you're bouncing back. The retail numbers are back up again. Businesses are open, and yeah, we've got this more you know lockdown now, but." They go, actually, you're the, you're the pl- sort of place we want to be active in. You know, you guys are investing in business and, and supporting small business. So from my point of view, it's a really win-win, and they bring some really good capability. They do a lot of digital marketing and all that sort of stuff. So, yeah, and I'm just I'm just chuffed that it's it's going to keep going. I'll be involved a little bit. I'm just kind of staying involved with a bit of a sort of a brand ambassador or, you know, help with the odd Ad, question. Advise, yeah. Advisory position. <laughs> advisory. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. We've got a... We've got to get, we've got, who would have thought, David, I've finally, it's taken me 35 years, I finally have a structure to show. I've got time codes and I've got yeah. to stick to them. I've got, we've got countdown <laughs> clocks. We've got, there's some, there's some shit happening. I'm quite proud of myself. It only took 35 you? years. This is crazy. <laughs> I'm, you, don't, you don't know what's in the cup though. It's fine. Um, <laughs> if people want to support it, where can they go? What can they do? Well, the big plug thing away. Still, you deserve the plug. It's cool, man. Support small business. SOSbusiness.nz is the website. And, and right now, New Zealand small businesses still need a lot of help. You know, the, particularly in Auckland, they're still in lockdown. They will be for another week or so. And we need to help them. So jump online, buy a voucher, buy the coffee that you really desperately want to have today and get it next week. Just give them the cash today. SOS Business. <sighs> for the okay. win. David Downs. All right, man. Big DD. Hey, Love your work, brother. Stay good. Be well. My man, flipping David, such a G. How cool is that? Two million rev, drops in another five, runs it out of his, <laughs> his bank account. That's <laughs> so good. Oh, all right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, up next, we've got, we're going into politics. It's a big world, plenty of shit happening. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Holly Bennett. You like the claps? Yeah, I love it. I, I feel like I can be here all the time. <laughs> walk into you just walk room. in. <laughs> yep. Holly, we've got it. We've party. got. Yep. How, how are we? How are we? Are you doing well? I like your denim jacket. Looking solid. Thank you. It's cool. Thank you. Politics. How am I? Or, uh, or yes. What do, you want to, what do you want to crank into, mate? Oh, we, we've got five minutes of power. Usually we yep. take longer. Straight yep. into the flipping uh, show. We've got a little note here. Announced the Monday election will be moved from Saturday the 19th of September to the 17th of October. A day of political campaigning. What does this matter? Why should it matter? Go. So that is a crucial change that's happened in the political landscape in the past week. And so as we discussed last week, I said to you, we need to know when the election date is going to be for us to know what are the issues that are going to matter for the election. So now that we have a confirmed date, I guess what it means is that it gives people more surety as to what the things that they want to see from their elected representatives. Now, for me, the big thing is, does that mean it's going to change the biggest governing party's position, which is that they're not, they currently saying they're not going to put out large scale manifesto and will they? And the reason why this is important in my view um, is because policy is essentially what drives the sp- uh, spending of taxpayers' dollars, which is, you know, government revenue. So if we're not seeing from the biggest pa- governing party in parliament what they intend to do for the next three years with taxpayers' dollars, 
then how can we be assured that they are the best ones to lead us? Now, those are the, the questions that I want the voting public to be asking themselves, and that is why it's important. Hmm. <laughs> I agree. Do, do you know, I've got a quick fact for you, Holly. I was just doing some digging. Do you know that this is, this is also important to note that this is only fourth time in New Zealand history that we're in New Zealand history of democracy that we've seen a postponement of general election. The last was in 1941. Did you know that? Yes, absolutely, I did. Of course I did. Do you know how I know it? Because <laughs> oh, you text me then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so the, the average Kiwi doesn't know that these things matter. How are they supposed to get more informed to these things that actually do matter? Because I think at the moment it seems there's a battle of, you know, I saw the thing of David Seymour, it's like, you know, kind will only get you so far or whatever and you need blah, 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 all the rest of it. Do you think the tide's starting to turn of the fact, especially going into level two lockdown, I was just on the phone before with a buddy saying that mentally a lot of people aren't doing well and it's really starting to mess with a, a bunch of people. And I don't yeah. think kindness is gonna be the cure if this happens continually and continually along. Do you think the tide's turning on the way people are thinking about approaching this election now? I mean, if we reverse back to March, I said the exact same thing to you. I said, kindness doesn't pay the bills. In a business sense, we know that to be true. And yeah. so when you say it has the tide turned, it probably hasn't turned for many people because they've been looking at this for a long time saying, what is the policy that's driving these decisions? Can we have a look at it? And fundamentally, by not releasing a manifesto or a platform, we're saying that the ideas that we have at the table right now are the best ideas and I'm not convinced that they are and I say that mm. because of what I touched on last week which is business some businesses still cannot operate I'm talking about mm. you know hairdressers beauty therapists all of those kind of businesses so yep. I would say I don't think that we have the balance right just yet um, to answer your question in terms of how are people going to get more informed I think that we have to look beyond the leaders and we really have to be critical with ourselves as to what we're looking for from political parties because if you look at it right now the green party act party and top um they have all released election manifestos um that is that they've done the time that, yeah. that, that they've put in the time and done the work to put forward what they would like the vision for the country to be and i think that we should expect that from all people that are asking us for our votes AKA Labour? Every single party. I don't Everyone. think National has put out a full suite of policies yet. I think Got that it. they're slowly putting them out. Um, one yesterday was on border control, and absolutely that's an important issue because we've seen that's been a momentous failure, and um, that we found that out this week. So all political yep. parties, if you're asking the community to vote, if you're asking people to vote for you, then you should be backing that up with policy. <sighs> Five minutes of fire there, Holly. Clip this up. Do it with your wish. <laughs> no, but what I will say is people from the comms and stuff I'm seeing, a lot more people are taking a lot more attention to what politicians are saying because how it's directly affecting their lives in the real world at this very second, and I think that's important. Um, Holly, HSB Consulting, now at the website, hsbconsulting.net. Have we not remembered this from last week? Dot .nz. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's not .dot .net. Got it. Um, got it. Thanks so much. Uh, and I, I'm slowly starting to enjoy politics. Slowly, it's getting me. Proud it's getting you. me. You know, you, you've, you're just you're chipping away at me each week. Yeah. Um, I'm excited for next week. See what happens and see what the public sentiment shall be. I'm gonna. Would you like claps to leave? <laughs> <laughs>
I'll give you yes, claps. Why not? <laughs> Kill you Friday. Have fun. Love your work, Holly. <laughs> See you, bro. <laughs> there we go. Politics is coming at it. Happy with that. Ah, see, look, we've got format. This shit's happening. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I don't know if I'm, I'm missing. I'm kind of pissed because I'm not getting to talk ages with my friends. But at the same time, we've got, to, we've got a show. We're trying to stick to it, keep the shit rolling. All right, one minute pitch. We talked about. We didn't talk about. It. I put a little thing out. I said, okay, I think it would be a good idea to get different New Zealand businesses to be able to have a say, jump in, have a banter, flip and get in the mix and let other people know what products or services or whatever it is. So we've um, ran a little thing. People popped up. I hope you're ready. You're about to you're about to jump in. Whoever this may be, you're going live in three, two, one, go. How are you, How mate? You? Well, I'll, 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 before you get into, it, I'll just say what's what's your name and what company do you work for, and then I'll give you your minute. Thanks, bro. My name is Ben Van Tongren, and I work for Blink. Blink. Okay, ready to go? I'm ready. I'm ready. Go. All right, so um, yeah, I'm the country manager for Blink in Aotearoa. We're a young SaaS mobile-focused app with massive focus on people, in particular the two billion kaimahi globally on the front line, so the people who drive our buses, clean our buildings, prepare our kai, care for our elderly and sick, work in our warehouses, uh, the people who keep the wheels in our society and our hapori whanui turning every day. Um, we make their lives easier. We bring that sense of community and aroha and the good times and the bad times. We protect them, connect them um, with their people in a way that's really simple and enjoyable. Um, it's built for all ages, all stages. People who don't have work uh, laptops or company emails, but they've got that, that phone in their pocket. They used to be neglected and, that, and out of that loop, but suddenly they're part of that conversation and more part of their work whanau. And, um, we're here in Aotearoa now. We want to help companies engage and communicate with their people in a way that wasn't achievable. And my job's to make that happen um, and support our Blink Fano and NZ and building the front line of the future. Boom. Just like that. Let's turn the alarm off. This shit's annoying. Get out of there. <laughs> that was awesome, mate. I like that. Thanks, man. Employee app? Yeah, employee app. Yep. Pe uh, Pedo's giving you some props today, my man like it uh the website if you want to check out for ben and blink uh the employee app you get a bit of you get a bit of props there for for the for the chat um joinblink.com joinblink.com love your work brother enjoy the rest of the day stay safe and i'll talk to you in a bit thanks man Nummy. that was cool shit yeah i like that let's do that again i think we will man we're just going back to back to back to backs all right I'm going to give some special funky music. All right, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you, the, we're talking tech, we're talking tech week, we're talking with a man behind a few quiet yarns. Ladies and gentlemen, Ryan Ashton, how are you, brother? Oh, there's no audio. Where's your audio? Wait, I mean, Mike, you go, oh, you've, you muted yourself. I thought you had me muted for good no, reason. You muted yourself. <laughs> How are you, brother? Very good, thank you. And yourself? Uh, A-okay. Let's talk Tech Week. You are the man behind it. What in behind a week of interviews with all sorts of um, awesomeness and amazingness from uh, technology. Clearly, it wasn't a full in-person everything going everywhere. Uh, give me the experience of Tech Week, and then we'll get into what was being discussed. 
yeah, cool. So I was a presenter for Tech Week TV. So there were a whole range of uh, episodes that I was a presenter for interviewing people. But alongside that, there were a whole lot of events that were also that had to be digital. So they, they had to be uh, uh, digital first, uh, as in uh, streamed. And they could also be in person hybrid. So there was a huge amount going on, as there is every year. I think this is the ninth year for Tech Week. So uh, it was quite... Um, it was quite on the go like i've got uh this one looked very tech but um these are my brief notes and uh every half hour i got another set of those put in my hand had to learn hey, at least you get notes yeah oh, freestyle yeah. it you're good well, well, <laughs> well look um some of them were freestyled and they were quite good fun uh especially the last session uh, that was totally freestyled but we also had some sessions uh, where the uh, people um the interviewees their their notes are written by lawyers and signed off by twenty people, and they had to say what was on what on here. That but, sounds super draining. <laughs> yeah, it was for them. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, but sometimes that's just how it is. So, um, of course, uh, that, that's all all under review for next year. So we're we're looking at Got making it. it a little more funky. Right. What was the biggest learning? Big learning through all the time presenting at Tech Week. Biggest thing. Yeah, I think I think there's probably a whole string together of things would be what I'd say, because it'd be hard to pick one thing over another. But uh, there were some pretty full on AI ethics discussions um, with the likes of uh, Ancelli from Hudson Gavin Martin, who just nailed the information I was sitting there taking that in. But uh, probably process mining was a big thing, which links to digital twins. So digital twins uh, most commonly are thought of as 3D models of a building, you know, sort of like SimCity or some sort of uh, yeah. game especially when you first play a shooter and you're sort of moving through the game. Uh, but three digital cities also have the data. So process mining, as you imagine all the data in a building, you know, emails flying here, the transactions going here, interactions. Process mining is mining that data, um, every part of it, from the email to the computer logs, et cetera. So you imagine um, something like the matrix and the data trickling through um it builds up a digital twin of your business uh, and you can then just go in and analyze it and go well that ain't working that's working really well let's you know so it's yep. sort of like the um we've talked about big data and data analysis for years um but this is kind of putting the rubber on the road so it was pretty exciting stuff to hear about um one of the things i wanted to quickly jump in is where was tech in the budget in a year where 2020 goes all digital there's a mass exodus happening from California banning to in many in many ways um people are driving down more on tech and i think i think tech's our second second or third year big export now um what was the feedback from the players of the tech landscape thinking about the um with where the government's standing on its um i guess view on on doubling into tech investment yeah, so that was um, that's my favourite pet subject, and I've been uh, attacking it ever since the budget. In fact, I wish I was on with Holly because I've got a couple of questions for her. But this was the first time I ever watched the government budget, and I'm 43, so it gives you an idea of how politic, uh, political I am. Um, but I was just sitting there going, well, where's the tech? Where's the tech? Where's the tech? And then when I realised $4 billion shovel-ready projects, including the training, and that just goes in the ground. So once the concrete's in the ground, yeah, a truck can drive over it, which means people can do business over it, but essentially that money's in the ground and forgotten, whereas tech, as you know, you invest, it just keeps on producing return. So if you train people to be developers, they're continually earning money or creating product. And, uh, you know, with everybody under lockdown, you can't actually go out with shovels. So if we were under lockdown forever, you know, the thought of them 
getting into uh, training so they could uh, develop code, we could create a massive tech factory here in New Zealand, especially with all the uh, returning overseas um, people, which bring back massive uh, scale experience. You know, New Zealand's a small country. Uh, there'd be people that are coming back. So there's a guy in, um, guy in Queenstown, John Sockdale, who was one of the, on the session that I, I created um, around this subject. And he was responsible for the largest scaling of Facebook. So you imagine what he could teach our rangatahi uh, about coding and scaling and, and everything. But where was that? Um, so hopefully mm. when the new government gets in, if it's the same government or a different government, they have a real big focus on tech because you know it, we know it. You know, everyone in tech knows that's where the focus should be. So bring it back. Well, it's also the the point too, if you think about like Microsoft with their data center and a few other bits and pieces that are sort of bubbling, bubbling around the show. Um, if global companies are not disbanding but dispersing out of these sort of little mini hubs where are other spots they can go to um and if you think if we own our data and it's safe and protected and we've got a nice nice brand for the country of new zealand and if we can keep the health thing it definitely makes a no-brainer um before we go uh next few quiet yarns how when is it what it what's what's the next when's the next date feel free to plug it away go for it cool well just before i do the one thing i was going to say uh is that uh, put it adding on the price tag. You, you work with New Zealand from overseas, uh, add to the price tag. You can have a holiday here. Uh, you know, so you imagine that they're in lockdown or in a, a scary situation over there. Part of working with New Zealanders, we can whack on a holiday in New Zealand as part of the uh, payment. So, makes it pretty enticing. Um, AFQY, we were about to set to launch into the first tower on AFQY, but of course everything's up in the air with lockdown and me being in Auckland, I can't travel. So. Uh, just planning what will probably become the first AFQY debate, something I've wanted to do Ooh. for probably eight years. And, yeah, nice. we're gonna, I think it's stuck into a subject. Um, so, uh, yep. yeah, I might, might come knocking. You might be you might be a good um, cage rattler, mate. Mate, I'll be a nightmare. Just at least you give me a bottle of whiskey, give me a, give me an hour first, and then I'll jump in. But I think I had an interview with Andrew Patterson the other day, and it's like, mate, you don't want me anywhere near any type of um, – Anything that I'm, where I need to be responsible for something, let's just keep me away from that. But appreciate your time, brother. Love your work. And um, Ryan Ashton, a few quite young, and presenter of uh, New Zealand Tech Week. Appreciate the insights, buddy. Thank you very much. I, I'll give you some claps. I'll give you some claps. What about a roar? Thank you. Thank you. Oh, it's, oh, yeah. I've got no send – me, send me a lion sound, and I'll, I'll chuck it in for next time. Cheers, brother. Love your work, brother. All right, see you soon. See you. Cool. Mate, we're just flipping knocking shit out today. Jingle bells. It feels it feels rushed, but if you, I'll, I'll get some feedback, see if people are into it or not. Okay, last but not least, good friend. I'll give you. What should I give you to start with? Mm, maybe I'll give. I'll get to get some more music. To be fair, ladies and gentlemen, Cassie Roma. How are we? I'm not going to get sued good. for this How one. Are you? Ha- happy with us. Happy with us. Um, what matters most to you this week, Cassie Roma? Did you actually want me to answer that? <laughs> Kinda. Well, I, I think you've got your finger on the pulse. You you know, you're talking to people, people are talking to you. Um what's what's last last week, what's been what's the most important thing that you've you've seen bubbling around in the world of business media or anything? I think the thing um from a client business content media distribution just tidal wave of reckons um, that I've been working with clients with this week is distilling down the idea of matching the moment that we're in. So it feels like we're running, we're running, we're running, we're sprinting, we're sprinting, we're sprinting. 
we never take a minute to stop. Uh, we had our pandemic time to stop, but nobody, we talked about this last week too, Rebecca, yep. where nobody stops to actually not even just reinvent, but to take stock of what's going mm. on. So it's for me right now in the last week, it's been talking with folks to go, okay, so how do we match the moment? So regardless of what you're selling, what your brand stands for, how engaged your teams are, what is the moment that we're in right now? And where's the value exchange from a business perspective? And a lot of the time that comes through with content, right? That comes through with what you put out into the world. Do you think it's, you know, during this lockdown stuff, we saw a lot of businesses make bad kind of judgment calls that we talked about last time that they couldn't read the room right. Do you think this is more validating, like when you're talking about these moments of actually like reading the room to the actual moment for your business at the actual moment? Is that kind of correct? The thinking, and that should yep. that should be business strategy at all times, <laughs> not just in a pandemic year, right? It's it's understanding it's the value piece, right? <laughs> no, it's not because we've <laughs> we've booked out Q4 uh, TVC world and our and our radio ad spots. Nothing is supposed to change we between now out and then. Q4 for like 2022. <laughs> Um, still boggles my brain that we do that shit. It's like, oh God, we, we bought the space. Let's fill it with something. Um, that, that is a whole other podcast or live stream for me and you. Um, matching the moment we're in is sometimes going, we've booked Q4. Maybe we just leave it. Yeah. I, I really like that. Matching the moment. What's the... Yeah. The, the sentiment to the moment, but actually, but no one's really branding it. People are talking about, we've talked about uh, being tone deaf, you know, if they're not reading the room, we talk about timing, but yeah, matching the moment. I think it, it's, a, it's got a lot more care to the approach, right? It is about not just doing your due diligence culturally, but also the duty of care for the humans on the other side. And I talk about this a lot, um, that business has been super transactional. Um, and it's just a, a transaction at all points, but the duty of care to care for the people who are going to be having that value exchange with you is, is so much more important now than it has ever been. And if you can't communicate and put things out into the world that show you care and that mean you really care, then, you know, you're living in an old world. If all you're, you're worried about is your TVC or what you're going to sell or how you're going to retarget somebody and you're not actually worried yep. about hearts and minds you're in trouble well, for, <laughs> yeah no, no, I, I totally get I, I like that mention the moment you should do a linkedin article about it for brands from a brand's perspective well, that's a good idea might be one coming yeah, yeah shit yeah no because i think mm -hmm. brands they get the backlash when shit doesn't pop because Correct. they've been naive to the approach of it actually being wrong from the get-go if they reframe the, the the chat of matching the moment, then it starts to change the creative lens with how they approach it. And I think that's actually going to be a better thing for brands than the end consumer, right? 100%. And it'll be a better mm. thing too for creative agencies and creative shops as well, because there will be a Agreed. much more concerted effort to create something that doesn't have an end goal of winning an industry award, but of, again, yes. winning the hearts and minds of humanity. I'm excited to read, to read this article, Cassie. Do you think, just quick Thank feedback, you. do you think this, the show's too too short at the half hour to smack it through? We extend it a little. I don't know. I'd I don't extend know. it. I've, I've listened to all of the speakers this morning. That They've been good. And I just, you know, I know. a little bit more. I know, right? Flipping <laughs> time codes and shit. Little um, All right. We, we, we tweak and pivot. We learn. We pivot. We take the data. We, we tweak we ingest, and pivot. We, There's my quote we tweak, for the day. We tweak, <laughs> we tweak and pivot, you know. Um, I'm just going to match the, match the moment. Um, love your work, Cassie. Have you gone for your run yet or are you about to go for your run? 
You know, I went for a short run yesterday and ended up doing a half marathon, so I'm going to rest my oh, body today. Ugh, gross. You and your fitness. <laughs> Get out of here. I know. Ugh. I know. Half a marathon on a flipping Thursday. Jeez. She just kept um, going, Rebecca. I get it. Um, love your work. Be good, and I'll see you. Uh, see you next week. Adios, ladies and gentlemen. I'll give you some. Give you some claps. Very cool team. Uh, feedback is the show too short? Is it too long? What can we add to it? I like the one minute pitch. I think that's very very cool. Um, little gets that we drop in and out. Um, maybe we extend it just a bit, but we we shall see. Uh, what else is bubbling away? Have I got, is your music bubbling? Oh, there we go. Actually, I'll get rid of that one. I'll do this one. It's all right. All right. Uh, that's us for the day, uh, for this week's show, Rebecca Live. Um, the thing I was probably thinking about is the perspective on, not to lose this, your perspective for Kiwis. Like, I know round two is a bit tough. I know that, a lot of people's headspace is getting pretty messed up right now. Um, I'm currently in California, and it's been on lockdown since March. March. Um, so I definitely feel your pain. I know exactly how that feels, and it sucks. The Don't be naive to the fact that this is not just going to disappear overnight, and a lot of data is saying that this is going to be around for a while in these many forms. So mentally, I think people need to be able to prepare and take the longer perspective of... Um, Cracking it for round number one isn't all it. Um, and these this could come back and back and back and back and back and over and over and over. So maybe mentally gear up and reset for um, just the headspace to realize that this could last for a, a bit longer to try and keep the keep positive and keep good, but also be a bit realistic and don't drink the Kool-Aid thinking that just because it was at zero, it's never going to be back again because uh, the effect it's having on people and friendships and business and all sorts is pretty extreme right now. Um, and so that is that. Hope you enjoy the rest of the day, everyone. Be safe, be good. And uh, until the next time, adios. Uh, this episode brought to you by brightfire.co.nz. If you're a Kiwi passionate about business, check it out. Bunch of cool stuff there. Um, and also switch.stream. If your business wants to do live streaming for your business, just like this switch dot stream have a good day team adios peace